Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of After Buzz's recap of Underground Season 2, Episode 3. This was an emotional one. So hang out, guys. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, we in our feelings, aren't we? We are in our feelings. Hey, everybody. and chains, man. Yes. Welcome back to Underground Season 2, Episode 3, Ache. And we was feeling a lot of aches. My heart <laughs> is aching so bad. I can't even deal. Oh, my God. I was crying. Um, I'm your host, Lena Green, and you can find me at Just Lena Green on all social media outlets. What's going on, y'all? Franceli Chapman here, and you can hang out with me at all things at Selly Hangout. Oh, my God. Let's get into this. Girl, I was crying. Was I not crying the whole time? You were crying. And the music didn't even make it any better. It was so good. It's so good. On point. I'll give y'all the music list later. Oh, my God. On point. Okay, so it opens up with Daniel's character reading. Yes. And it's so important. It's so important. You know what? It's crazy because lately it seems it's the trend. I don't know if they'll do it for the rest of the season, but Mm -hmm. the past three episodes... That's how they've been opening every episode. It's mm-hmm. with him reading. Um, and they opened up with Sojourner Truth, yes. which is so... Yes. Her words are just... Uh, I think it's... Timeless. Pow- yeah, I think it's powerful that they show him reading in the progress right. of his reading. Right. Like, at this point now, he, 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 he's he got cocky. It, he's got it down pat. <laughs> he's cocky right now. He reading like, yeah, okay, I got this sentence. I'm already... I'm reading this whole thing. That I think it's really cool them showing the progression yes. of his reading. Because at first, it was just one word, and he right. was sounding it out. <laughs> and I love how, like, he's reading to his daughter. Mm-hmm. And then she's asking questions, and that father-daughter relationship, and... And and just basically, like, even the state of women at the time, although, mm. yes, slavery was a big thing, but even more so women's rights. Like, yes. Uh, yeah, a woman shouldn't have more rights than a man. Yeah. Jesus wasn't a woman. I that was, was like, a crazy what? thing to say. <laughs> it's like, what? What? The stuff that is in people's brains. Like, women shouldn't read because we're not a myth. Oh, God. It was, listen here, listen <laughs> here. Doing too much. But um, uh, it also, I like, it showing... That the progression of slaves who right. want to learn, right, and them teaching themselves, yeah, like, that was something that's very powerful and it's it, like said in its truth, super powerful. And I just want to give a special shout out to um, Inspiration. Um, she's always with us on the chat, and yes. she's an African American uh, women's studies scholar, and she knows just so much. She said uh, what they were reading from was Sojourner True speech, "Ain't I a Woman," that was delivered in May 1851 in Ohio. Mm, so shout out up. to her; she's always giving us the knowledge. Keeping up. Okay, so let's roll into it. So this episode, a lot of symbolism between oh Ernestine and Rosalie, mm-hmm. and it went back and forth with. Er, what's going on with Ernestine, what's going on with Rosalie. That was the bulk of this episode. So I guess we could start with Ernestine. Oh my gosh. There's so much going on. So much breath. So So much... I want both of them to win Emmys. Like... (laughs) After this Should episode, they get some Emmys? Emmys, Golden Globes, I mean, everything. Like, Screen Actors Guild, everything, everything, everything. These women are just breathtaking. They're amazing mm. on screen. They show strength, empathy, um, strength, motherhood. It's just like how they're, con- it just shows what motherhood means, how yeah. it's connected, life and death, birth. Because it's, oh my, I'm going in circles it, in my mind. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> what? 
these writers, these creators, yeah. um, the the director Anthony Hemingway, my God, like There's so much the cinematography the shots, is very I mean, beautiful. He was just brilliant in this episode. Yeah. I, this is the episode that needs to be submitted for award season. I said it. Is guys. that how it works? They, that, that's how it they works? submit certain episodes, mm-hmm. right, for award season, and this this by episode far should, should be submitted. Yes. If you're Hands if down. you're not crying by the end of it, and you're watching. You're not human or something. Jesus. I don't know. But um, we first get introduced to Ernestine in this episode. She is. Um, she's carrying no no she's not carrying anything she's just walking and she ends up getting into a tussle with one of the slave not masters but the hands the mm-hmm. slave hands and he slaps her right and we talk about strength of a woman we've seen such a progression of Ernestine but she's always been strong and this is her at her weakest moment mm-hmm. and she I guess I don't know if it's her feeling herself but she's just at she's done she's just this not is, having it this is when you see a woman who's finally fed up I mean for her to get knocked the way she got knocked and Hicks try to come to her rescue and her say, I don't need you saving me. I was like, they be hitting women and like... And then he looked at her like, oh, I'm finna beat you right here. But that everybody was looking. <laughs> what is that? I was like, you better not be thinking that he in was his thinking, head. I know he was thinking that. I was like, ooh, this man wants to slap her right here. But that's the thing about even... Even that, even in that moment, he had pride and ego where he was like, well, I can't anyone else see me beating my own black woman. I'm just going to beat her in the privacy of our home. But in public, I'm not going to beat her because I don't want people to think a certain kind of way. That's crazy. But everything going on that they're having to go through and that kind of stuff, the black on black violence, to me... This stuff needs to be. This stuff needs to be in here, but it's so heartening. Like it really does. You're feeling because, like, we already going through a lot, and then you added on the black on black violence, man hitting, and they hit the women like they men in this. Oh my god! Like they hitting them. I'm like the way Rosalie got hit, the way Ernestine getting hit. They're taking it. Listen, this show has layers on layers on layers. So then we get introduced to Patty because it's going back and forth, and Patty's still tracking down. the um, Black Rose. The Black Rose, Rosalie. And Patty's character to me, again, I kind of want her to really stand strong in this character a little bit yeah. more. Because, this, like, did you notice how she falters a little bit? Like, well, uh, just a lot of jealousy and wanting to be bigger than she is. Yeah. Like, her name out there, but she wants to be bigger than she really is. I think... I think she does it more so for the money and for the fame. She did say the money. She definitely does it for the money. I don't even think that she necessarily cares that much about the issues of slavery or black people. I think it comes down to her rival is Moses, a.k.a. Harriet Tubman, because Harriet Tubman is more famous than her. And that's what her problem is. It comes down to I will catch her and this will make me legendary and that's what this really is about this this show just shows so much about the human ego and how a lot of egos so much ego oh my god yeah yeah. pride before the fall people let's get it together and what's crazy one of the lines that someone said um because while she was going after rosalie's character he was like nah she ain't dead she ain't dead you shot her but you didn't get her good and she was like i never miss maybe it was her intention to just shoot her in the arm and wound her because she does need her alive right to find um harriet tubman but they said a Negro woman has a supernatural ability to bear pain. For some, and when you so watch sickening. this show, when you <laughs> the pain, I was like, we have. First of all, black women, black girl magic. <laughs> black women are supernatural <laughs> for sure. But it's it's one of those things where it's like, wow, the, the 
just the mental place that people were at that time the, of how they thought about black women, you know? And, and when about I, black people at the whole, just like, there's these myths and stuff, like, you can't catch her like this, or you can't... In college, I took a course called Black Feminist Thought, and Ooh. when we got into f- the slavery time, they showed that masters had no sympathy for women who were pregnant. That If you were pregnant and wow. you didn't work and you didn't make your bundles and they needed to beat you, they would just build a hole in the in the dirt so then you would lay on your stomach so the pregnancy would be protected. Because that's, that's still their property. That's still mm-hmm. property. And so they would lay you on your stomach and then beat you and still whip you. Mm. So you'd still get your lashes pregnant or not. Girl, stop. You and need- I was just like, the strength of black women the literally strength. they were working through their pregnancy and then still getting beat through their pregnancies and then journey smollett is over here in real life doing the show pregnant pregnant oh my god like six is like i've had six seven months pregnant she was seven months pregnant while she was shooting the show doing her own stunts and everything she's just a beast she's a beast yes and we see her after she gets shot, she pulls herself out of the water, leeches all over her oh. body. You're like, what is that? I was like, yeah. I was so freaked out. I hate, when I see the sight of leeches, it literally makes me go, Ugh. Yeah. But she pulls herself out and then gets the bullet out of her arm. With a knife. With a knife. And then can't get the fire, so gets the gun and shoots, shoots it. Her. I'm like, can this woman... I just wanted it to stop. I wanted her pain to end. I was like, just, just lay down. Just lay down and sleep. The whole time I'm like, just lay down But if she lays down and sleep, she'll get caught. Yeah. She but... has to keep going. It's so insane just how the will yeah. to live, the will to be free. You just don't know, like, how far your, your body and your mind can take you. It's amazing. Oh, my and that's why I tell people what our ancestors went through. Ain't nothing. I mean, like what they went through, the stuff we complain about now, we got to be strong. Like that kind of stuff. That's a mind, not only your body physically, but a mind. Yeah. You know? But then we see Rosalie, she blacks out because mm-hmm. it's a lot of pain. She's going through a lot. And when she comes to, she's being chased by Jack. Oh, my gosh. Jack, who gets in the water butt naked just, just to because catch Patty her. tells her to, him to do it. Oh, my God. Weak. I mean, this is the, the, the submissive characters that Patty has under her. Now we see what kind of character that Patty is. She's mm-hmm. this woman who needs to feel like she's in charge. She has these, these handlers under her, these other hunters under her who are more submissive and docile. She even talks about Jack mm-hmm. saying that she never respected him. She really, she, she, I mean, she cared when he got killed by Rosalie, but did not she? really. I feel like she didn't really. care. It was like, I mean. I think she said she cared for the sake of someone's following her and writing a book about being her. Being humane. But I don't really think that it really mattered that much. And the crazy thing about it is when Journey, well, not Journey, but Rosalie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Rosalie blacks out how her, she immediately I think it's interesting that when you become pregnant not that I've ever been pregnant before but <laughs> you, doctor, when you guys. become pregnant <laughs> how you think about your own mother and how yeah. she raised you and that's where she went she went to memories of her as a child with yeah. her mom and, and it seemed like such happier times right although yeah it kind of right. like as, as happy as it can get right like they're jumping on the bed and it's yes. like there's and I love how um even from the first season how Ernestine talks about 
I can't lie to you. You're going to endure pain. Mm-hmm. You're going to suffer. But we can have some good times in this. Like that just, I felt my, I felt with that in that moment. When she said that to Rosalie as a child, it was like, she's still trying to show her child, like, you're going to go through a lot and you're right. going to have to be strong. But I'm going to try to make it as good as possible. Mm-hmm. I love those little flashbacks because it gives us more of the backstory. Right. Oh, everything that, because this is mainly Ernestine, like everything she's been through, we can tell this is why she is the person she is. Right. Like, this is why. So, yeah, the backstory of her, um, you know, taking care of Rosalie and then her breastfeeding. Yeah. The, or the, even the, being pregnant with Sam. Yeah. And and we talked about it last week. We wondered who was the next ghost she was going to see. And we, did we, say and we Sam? predicted we Sam, Sam. And Sam, Sam was acting crazy. Sam was he just... Was acting, he was off the cuff this time. Sam was in it. I was like, oh, oh. So, yeah, when it flashes back, um, when it goes back to Ernestine, she's getting ready to go sing yes. for her new master. Well, the master's son. Right. Matthew. And so she's cleaning herself. They, they had that nice bath um, the, where she's bathing herself. Soon. I'm like, she's such a beautiful woman. Yes. Um, and she's getting ready. She's cleaning herself. And her, her boyfriend, Hicks, comes. And he's like, ooh, baby, you're looking so good. Mm-mm. You're looking so good to me and stuff. He's like, let's get ready to sing and stuff. I feel like Ernestine, did they take her out of the fields completely just to, like, go to, like, is she out of the fields completely now? No, I don't think so. I think she still works in the fields. She just doesn't have to work as much. Oh, really? So Because a, that's Well, what, didn't Hicks say, like, towards, like, he was like, do you want to go back into the fields? So right. is she permanently out or just going, going back and forth? I think maybe she's going back and forth. I think so. Yeah, so that scene when she goes to the house... To sing for Matthew and his friends. That scene was lit. Like, Ernestine had no cover. And Sam's over there cheering her on. It feels like whew, the the people, the premonitions that she's seen or the people who, who come in, like Sam this time, are egging her. They're like part of her brain. I think she's having a mental breakdown at this moment. Well, I mean, Sam's words cut so deep. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a testament. Because obviously these folks aren't there. So they're her yeah, mirror. They're, they're her conscious. And her conscious is literally eating her alive. I'm sure she blames herself I, for Oh Sam's my God, death. for all of it. It's just so like torturing what with these tormented souls that are on the inside of her yeah. that she's manifested. And ultimately, they're a part of her. Yeah. yeah. She, she is a tortured soul, and she's manifested but them. But some of the stuff Sam said to I her. I mean, it's like twisted. Like, if you, you lay under him after he came in. She, a lot of stuff she did was for her kids. Right. At, at least that's what she told herself. Right. I mean, maybe it was for power. Maybe it was for feeling like I'm in control of something because she's not really in control of her life. So I think a lot of it was both, you know, for her kids and for the power and stuff. But some of the stuff that Sam said, that cut too deep within her. I think that's what made her lose it. Mm -hmm. And that scene where she goes to the house and she's having a scene and she starts off beautifully. And you know, she's a Broadway singer. She came from Broadway. So I was like, oh, this is going to be nice. We finally get to see Ernestine's, you know, we've heard her sing in a past, but it was a little bit, but mm-hmm. this is more like, oh, and she starts off so beautifully and then it gets really crazy. Yeah. Super and then she, when she started knocking stuff down, I was like, are they going to slap her? It was so crazy. I, that's when I put two and two together that he, this must not be the master because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, he would have whooped her by now. Like she wouldn't have gotten yeah. that far in the song. Yeah. 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 Um, 
but I thought it was interesting too. Right before that, how they were trying to get Hicks so drunk. Like I was like, the, why does he keep liquoring him up like this? Like, what are they trying to do? I thought it was gonna go somewhere. Yeah, like, like he's gonna like try to sleep with them. No, or something. <laughs> wrong. No, hey. they were doing that in that era. I mean, no, yeah. I thought like they wasn't. That was happening. So All I thought that's where happening. it was going because the way he was looking, it was suggestive. He was like, here, have another drink with me. And then he comes up again. He's like, are you going to drink with me? He says it really sweetly. And that was the same guy who was telling Matthew, I don't care about niggers. He was saying that yes. and stuff. So it was like, why is he being so sweet to him? Right. And I found it interesting. Matthew's character, he he didn't want to really be there. No. He talked about going to New York and I, right? I want to be bondage. away from this. Yeah. And I thought it was so interesting how he spoke about how slavery not only just affected the slaves, but how it affected the slave yeah. owners. And that story was so interesting about his aunt. It was like, you know, she didn't feel comfortable. And then all of a sudden, she became the condition of her environment and started treating people yeah. the way. And I think that happened with a lot of people. You convince yourself, I'm above this. I would never be so inhumane. Right. And then you start getting comfortable. And I liked how he talked about that. Right. It was a slow progression. progression. Mm-hmm. Everything's a slow progression. Yeah. And it, it seeps up on you. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy thing. But I want to talk about some of the um, the smaller characters that we encountered um, in this episode, like Clara. Yeah. So um, we see Clara's family is um, surrounding her, her dad, and they're drilling her about what happened to her baby. Yeah. And from the first, the last episode, we saw that, you know, Hicks made her take the poison and it got rid of her baby. And that was such a strong episode because it had the family unity. Right. It was a lot of family unity. And I love the going back of that, like. And her dad was such a strong... I actually know the dad. I did on um, Broadway with him. Oh, nice. We did Dreamgirls together. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, his accent is so good. <laughs> it was making me laugh. I was like, we just... We did Dreamgirls. Look at him. He killing this part. Nice. It was such a strong character, too, and how he was talking to Ernestine about her pain and stuff. Yeah. She wears her pain like a badge of honor. Seriously. Just, it's serious. But did you catch um, the subtle, like... What I thought I caught was them su- being suggestive that she's lost a baby before, that a baby's been taken from her before. Oh. Um, that's kind of what I heard in terms of, like, did the master take it? You know, oh, because like, she had they a kept baby asking, with a master. I guess they kept before. asking her. Well, it's very hard to understand them, you know. They're, yeah, they're Gullah Geechee. It, it is. And so it's like, they're I'm, Gullah I'm, I'm leaning thick. like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, it is. So shout out to the folks that are in the chat with us. If you guys caught it, let me know. Talk to us about it. Um, but, yeah, it was just so, so much. Like, I was like... Oh my God, all these women have been through this a time before because even during Ernestine's um, flashback with her husband, he's like, I won't let them take this one. And I'm like, so so wait, did Ernestine have a baby before Sam? Like, there's but just so many questions. So many questions. So many yeah. questions. So wait, they were saying that maybe she had a baby taken away from her beforehand? Yeah. Because he was like, I won't let them take this one. Mm. And I was like, I was wondering why she was covering up for Hicks, though. Like, he brutally forced her to have an abortion and right. she refused to tell her her parent her dad like it was like why is she taking up for this man who who did that and even Ernestine's there just quiet mm-hmm. watching that saying thing it really it made me ponder like why don't she just tell him what he right. did but I guess they don't want any I guess she doesn't want any more issues or anything else to she go got down. enough drama going on <laughs> man that's a lot so yeah so we see Clara's character and another um, little character 
um, Angela, Angela Bassett. Angela I just saw someone Bassett, talk about it in the... People, the queen... <laughs> Did anybody catch her listen, character's name? The queen has made an appearance and has made an arrival. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> I snuck my way into the underground after party. <laughs> How did you do that? I, Wait a minute. Don't just whole, go fast. Yeah, we just go, we just go, <laughs> go past that. Anyway, I was at the screening. Was at the my event. sister was going to go. I was at the event screening okay. and I snuck my way into the after party. And um, when Angela Bassett just strolled into the after party, cheekbones intact, <laughs> I was like, oh, Angela Bassett's here. And I'm just thinking, she's there to support. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so dope. I didn't even know Angela Bassett watched this show. So, yeah, Who does she know? But clearly, she's in it. They've kept it under wraps. Yeah, they they were, you see, um, you guys um, are good. Nisha just posted a picture about yes. it. And it was like, okay, she waited right until the yeah. episode was over. She's like, I've been wanting to post this. Sneaky, You're sneaky good. underground. You are so good. <laughs> that was such a surprise because when I first saw it, because it's they film it so dark. Right. So I thought it was Ernestine and she was flashing back to another flash. And I was like, what? Ernestine looked different. And then I was like, she looked like Angela Because She is Angela I Bass. asked you that. But did anybody catch the name of her character? Like I did not. I'm I, like, who is this woman? Obviously, I, I'm... We want to believe she's kin to Ernestine. Um, Maybe she's like Ernestine, who Ernestine's character is now. Like, you see how people come to Ernestine from right. herbs and stuff. Maybe she was that back in that Ah, see, the, the chat is already... They, they, y'all, they, do y'all know? Angela Bassett, Bassett was, was a conjurer, conjurer woman. woman. A conjurer woman was a sage woman on the plantation. The plantation. Okay. Okay. So she yeah, was kind of one what? of the healing women. Yeah. Ernestine was mm-hmm. interesting. So seeing <laughs> when I saw that character, I was like, "Wow, okay." I'm, we're hoping to see more of her, right? In the steps, probably so. But we're hoping to see more. It'd be funny if that's all we see, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it, right? That's all of Angela. But going back, um, it goes back to um, Ernestine talking to Rosalie as a child, telling mm-hmm. her life is hard and stuff, and it just keeps going back and forth with those flashbacks, but. That was really interesting. For some reason, that surprised me so much to see Angela Bass's character. I was like, "Yeah, y'all could have gave us a warning. Next time, give us a, a little, warning, you guys. know, ease us into it." It's no, no, no. Angela they Bassett, just said, "Boom! Guys. Here you go. Here you have Come it." Come on. So, um, then we will also see just a little bit of Harriet Tubman. In yes. This. But but I what I loved about it is it was a teaching moment. Yeah, like and there's it, always a teaching moment, right? When it's her and Rosalie, I you notice that it's like she's grooming Rosalie to be the next, you know, leader. Because mm-hmm. to- it, it happens right after the gruesome uh, fight with Jack. Which oh, we- wait, wait, well, let's talk about that. Yeah, oh my God. Like, what? But she taught her how to fight like that. You remember it was going back and forth and she had taught her, you make sure you... Ugh. And Rosalie was giving it to Jack. I mean, when Jack was about to kick her stomach, mm. I almost lost it. When like, she turned her back I, so he... I was just like, she'll do anything to protect this mm-hmm. child. And that's that motherhood instinct that just kicks in. And I was just like, it's either him or her. Yes. That it's what it really that's comes down you, to. Me or my child or or, or, or you. My mom what? was a police officer. And I remember my mom got into an altercation like that. Three men against her. <gasps> at night and we were at home my mom used to leave us at home by ourselves and she was like I'm going back to my children that scene made me think of that she was like y'all gonna have to kill me cause I'm going to see my children and I just imagined my mom fighting like hell to get back to her kids and seeing Rosalie protect I I heard her back crack when he kicked her Yes, I was like that's a mother mothering instinct that just kicks in 
when you want to protect your children and like do whatever you got to do no matter what the cause that was such a strong like scene for me crying again your, your <laughs> like, mom is like black girl magic Yo, oh, oh my god, god. My, 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 if your mama. mom's in town she has to come on the show love you mommy i love you so much <laughs> she's amazing <laughs> but harriet is so like that kind of mother figure For at this her. time yeah since ernestine is not there and she's looking to you know find her mom and stuff but i feel like harriet really stepped in to be that like mentor and um mother-like figure to teach her how to you know be badass and, and, like, and brought out her strength because it's like the strength it takes to be pregnant, dehydrated, <laughs> tired, just got shot, and still managed to stab a dude in his eye? Like, but it came from the axe and the trees, mm-hmm. you know? It and made her stronger. It made her stronger. Because those axes. You know, because for, we forget that Rosalie, because we've seen Rosalie in this season. She's such a strong character. and even at, She worked in the big house. Even at the end of, like, the last season. But she was working in the big house. She didn't get those muscles. No. Like, the other slaves, like, they strong and stuff. So she, this is new for her. Right. But she's really, her character's she's really done She's come a long a way. Yes. Circle. But, yeah, um, we see briefly Harriet Tubman. She's explaining to Rosalie, like, how do you know, how to be strong and, like, lead and, like, she, what, what else was she saying? She was like, explain to her, like, you know, this is the stuff that's going to get you out. This is the stuff mm-hmm. that's going to help you when you get in those kind of situations. Right. And she found herself in that kind of situation and she fought like heck. Yep. And, you, curse, and even Harriet telling her mother's story. Because this is what this, I feel like this entire episode has been about motherhood and mm-hmm. mother daughter relationships and, and a trickle effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so Harriet tells her story about finally getting her mother out of bondage and what that meant and was like she was grown in the whole way but I finally got her out you know because it's like her mom believed that if she just did good she'd get out and mm-hmm. Rosalie was like my brother, my brother thought the same way because Sam that's what Ernestine passed down to Sam just the, be a good negro mm, the term what was it term slaves yes Yo, they told him that they would be free at 45 in order to make them work harder yeah, it was this this promise that hey, this is dangling in front of you. It's like dangling candy, or you get care. to retire. You'll be retired. <laughs> Don't that's I'm, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm I, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. It's you know, so, like it it's angers so... me. It, and then it was too late. By the time they realized that it's not true, yeah. it was too late. Her mom couldn't make the journey on foot because mm-hmm. that's a hard journey. Mm-hmm. When she was telling that story, that was so powerful just to hear her talk about what her mother went through and the, the, the promises that were made. Term slaves. Such a... You, you, we, we, you don't learn about these kind of stuff in school. Term slaves. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, I was like, dang, that... But, dang, that's just crazy. Yeah. So then we see... Um, the slave master. Um, I, I, I want to go back to when um, Ernestine flirts, starts flirting with. I thought in that house scene that she was going to try to get more power like she did with um, Tom. Right. She was going to try to, you know, slurt her way through. And that's where I thought she was going with it. Because right. that's what we've seen out of Ernestine. Mm-hmm. She's cunning. She's smart. She, she knows what she's doing. So I didn't think she was going to flip out. Well, you know, Angela Bassett's character planted that seed. That's what she said to her when she was a child. You're a pretty she said, girl. Your, your body has never been yours. It never will be. But mm. you have a pretty face. Use that. And so, like you said, this episode gets us to see why she's where she is and how she's been able to use her, her cunning body. and her charm to be able to have some 
power in this powerless time. It's unfortunate because that's the only thing she has to leverage. Right. I mean, that's and she, this is a, a woman who does seek that power and that 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 strength. So it's it's unfortunate. But I want to go back into Patty. So we come across Patty again, and she's still she's talking to um, Mr. Donahue about mm-hmm. the book, and she asks him about um, what stories has he heard about her that made him want to write the book. Mm. And he talks about the baby over the fire. Mm-hmm. And I was interested to hear the story. And when he starts talking about it, how I'm like, to me, that doesn't say that you are ruthless or that you are, you are, you're strong. That just, to me, it says you're weak, that you would pick on a child. Right. You know, a child, she held a, a little boy's head over a fire until his parents mm. would tell her where the slave she was after was. It said a lot about her character. And then he asked, she asked, do you think that story's true? Do you think it was true? I don't know. Because <laughs> she doesn't really, she doesn't say, she just smiles. Like, and he's like, I don't know. Right. But it, it's, it's one of those strange things. I love Mr. Donahue's character. Oh, my gosh. He, had me he has so many layers. He does. Because it's like, you think he's there for this reason, but mm-hmm. I'm starting I to feel think like he's, he's there, there for, for a different reason. reason. I'm like, hmm, bro, what, what's, what, why are you really writing this book? I felt that early on when they first introduced this character. Something, I don't know if it's just good acting, but something about the way he talked about writing the book and how he talks about, um, and he Mo- throws little jabs. Rosalie and Harry yeah. Tubman, the way he has so much admiration right. for them. And when he's talking to Patty about it, it's kind of like, I'll just give you a few compliments. Right. Just to make you think that I'm really here for you, but not really. But he throws jabs at her, and sometimes he asks questions that kind of makes it seem like he sides more with with the yeah, black He slaves. does side. So he, we, I'm like, hmm. We, what, what was the point of him taking that picture of Jack dead laying on the floor by I felt like he was he, he said he was taking it for a story but I felt like he was gonna make he's gonna make Patty look like you can't even catch her a girl pregnant girl right I don't think they know she's pregnant at this moment but no a girl, they don't your men is are getting killed by a girl right like, I felt like that was such a like a laughing like haha mm-hmm. moment like you're not really doing anything but like, when Mr. Donahue finally saw her though oh I don't God. know if he saw that she was pregnant but he saw Did he? he didn't see but he saw I mean at this point Rosalie is um, post leeches bullet she and a snake oh. and a snake that snake what the what did that what snake the, what? I was like she's been through a lot she's we been through hell and back and so then when that man comes you literally see the one tear mm. cause she just can't she has no fight left in her and when Mr. Donahue just took off his stuff and gave you her water. You thought he water. was reaching for a gun Yes, I did. I did. I knew it. Something told me it was just for suspense. I was like, I he was ain't like, reaching for no gun. It was such he a... He gave her water. I was so... A humane moment. Yes. I think that's when I just that's lost it. That's when you cried. <laughs> that's <laughs> when Lena cried. Okay, she okay. lost it. Be quiet, okay? You have to tell everybody. No, I lost it because when I see acts of kindness, it makes me just cry because you've seen them go through so much and no one of of the other race have been kind 
to to their fellow human beings. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just so far to see other human beings not able to be kind, show kindness to fellow humanity. To see that act of kindness from him, it just, I lost it. And I just started. And then Rosalie sitting there, she was like, I'm done. Like, she, she done fall, done. she dirty. She done fall her way through so much. She's like, dang, I'm done. Shoot, just do it. She was just, just like, just, just take me. me. Like, just I'm do done. It. That, that, that had me right there. That was, that was quite a scene for me. Thank you for putting that in. It just shows like there were some people who definitely, had humanity, even if they weren't on the side of the slaves, they right. had humanity. And like right. Matthew's character, his character, there are those people, and it's good to show that. It's good to show that there were some people, even though they didn't outright spoke up, speak up for the slaves and stuff, that they still had humanity in them. Mm-hmm. And that that was a lot. We didn't talk about the flashback when Ernestine was washing her dead, her, her dead husband husband's yeah. body. Mm-hmm. That was such he was a beaten to death. That was such a powerful scene. Oh, and when Sam asks her, are you going to do that for me too? Mm. I was it's just, like he knows his fate. Like, that is the fate that is for me, Mom. And I need to know, are you going to do that for me? I couldn't do. A child That was so this. hard to watch. This whole episode was heartbreakingly beautiful. Was, that's a beautiful... It's like how I wish I we can had sum it words up. at the beginning. That is a great... That's how I can sum up this episode. Heartbreakingly beautiful. Yeah. Um, there were just moments that was just... I Like, I was so disgusted um, with this episode's sex scene um, because... It was brutal. It, it was just like they were fighting, he was hitting her, and then her mouth is bloody, and he kisses kiss. her. You were disgusted. I, saw I was like, face. ew, I'm just so... But like, that happens All when... of it. I can't do none of it. And this. she was hitting first. She she fought back this time, though. She was oh, gonna, yeah. But She's he, like, do it. The way he hit her, man, the way they hit... Can they not hit the women like they men? And they be hitting the women like they men in this. But she took that and got back up. But yeah, that scene was... Uh, very brutal. It was. Ugh. That's domestic and, violence. But and, I think her stepping up in that way, mm-hmm. like just do it, it like made him see a side of her that was like, whoa, something's wrong here. And he was just like, why are you making me do this? Yeah. Like, I just, I don't. But that's what, that's when, when domestic violence happens, mm-hmm. that's why you're making me do this. You're making me hit you. You're making me so angry to the point. And I think it's good for, for people to see this because that's how it starts. It's right. verbal abuse, then, then physical abuse. And I think it's, it needed to be seen like mm-hmm. that, but it was disturbing. It was very disturbing to watch. Do you think that was the moment where Ernestine was like, I'm, I've had it? And which leads to her walking, <sighs> walking into, the, into water, the water, which was such a symbolic, like this is a woman who's we've seen all these flashbacks of everything she's been through, walking into this water like I'm done with a rock, a boulder, walk into it just like I'm done. You know what's so crazy? As she was in the water, I kept hearing Wade in the water. Did you? Yeah. Um, I didn't know, because you didn't think at first she was going to, to, to end her no. life. So as she was walking mm-hmm. into the water, I was thinking of the Negro hymns and the things that people sang during that time. But when she tried to kill herself, I was just like... when I love how they go back and forth with Rosalie fighting for life and bringing so and she's she's fighting for life and and so Ernestine powerful. is 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 done and then Hicks saves her Ugh. 
Not that I mean, obviously Ernestine couldn't die. Yeah, you know that wasn't gonna really happen. (laughs) Let's keep it all the way real. He was like, Ernestine ain't dead. She's not dying. (laughs) So, but. yeah, he didn't save her by himself. It it takes a village, a village is what that shows. I think, and he couldn't swim, I think, too. I think that was another thing that it showed. He had to be tied with the rope and yeah. pulled back in. And it yeah. did take everyone pulling him back in. She was so mad when she came to, like, y'all done save me. I wanted to be done with this. Right. I wanted to be done. It's, Wow. That wow. was a powerful episode. And to powerful, cl- powerful. To close it off, who comes back? Oh my who gosh. Comes back? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mr. August himself. August. Oh my God. Next week is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Patty goes to find someone who hates the, the seven more than anyone. Right. Whoever could. And August is back. We August thought we were back. done with him, but August no. August is back. His, I love his character. I, I was always on the fence in season one because. Mm-hmm. I loved how his character, you didn't know if he was good or bad, but he was struggling a lot struggling. with like what the right thing to do, save his family and, him, and himself or do what was right. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that, I, I love characters that do that. I, I'm obsessed with that duality in character. So this was quite this episode an episode. episode was amazing. Yeah. And um, before we go, I just, you know, one of the things we always talk about is like, all the little fun facts that happened and folks in the chat already talked about it and we talked about it at the top but that Journey was seven months pregnant and did all her own stunts in this episode. And what folks may not know is that the character Rosalie, Amisha Green, who's the creator of the show, created this show and wrote the name of that character because it's named after her grandmother. That was her grandmother's name, Rosalie. Oh, so pretty. Yes. They do that a lot though. Writers love to incorporate (laughs) because it comes from like what's inside of you so I love that. Yes. And of course, I... Can't leave the show without giving you guys the music list of tonight's episode. Um, We had Alice Smith's Back to Black, um, Mars Leon's Touch, and Ibeyi. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, with Oya. Um, It's already on my playlist. Um, I have my underground playlist on lock. The music is just so, so powerful. And guys, every episode, I'll make sure to bring you guys some fun facts and a music list. Yes, and make sure you hashtag underground WGN and ABTV. Underground hashtag us. We want to tweet you and get your comments. And we might have a little surprise for y'all on the next episode. So definitely tune in. Uh, You can find me at Jesselina Green on all social medias. And this lovely lady. Oh my gosh, you guys hang out with me at all things at Selly Hangout. Predictions. Oh, oh, predictions. Yes. Oh, Oh my God. Let's do predictions before we get out of here. And now, Uh predicting. Well, we saw what was. Oh, you can still predict. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do we think is going to happen? Okay. You want to go first? Um, well, the young gentleman in the stallion, while Carla was um, being confronted by her family, yeah. he came in the horse and they had this look and this interchange. So <laughs> I predict that in, in the next episode, we're going to see what that relationship really is. I'm thinking that she has been pregnant before, maybe had a secret relationship with oh. one of the white men in the house, which is because in one of the folks in the chat said it that last episode, Carla said, Clara, Clara. Clara. <laughs> sorry. Clara said, maybe I can get into the big house if I keep the baby. Oh. So it's like, huh? Was, did she There's have a something lot going on? I that was like, mm, there's something going elusive. on there. So yeah, I predict yeah. that we're going to learn a lot more about her and that history. Mm. I'm also um, 
Kato. <laughs> We're finally going to... Uh, you know, Kato's going to really make this man fight for his life. I just know it. Noah? I really think so. You know what? I think they do a lot of... I guess this is my prediction. They do a lot of, um, like, doing Kato's character like he's going to do something bad. But I feel like he always goes against the grain and does something good. Yeah. I feel like he's going to help again. Yeah. He's going to use his resources and like try to help Rosalie get back to Noah. And I feel like he's going to be the good guy in the end. I don't know. I just always feel like that he always goes against what you think he's going to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Till next time. Yeah. We'll see y'all later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.